<laughs> Welcome to Bloodbath, a true crime podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Ashley. You did it. I did it. You did it. <laughs> See, you just got to do it and then it becomes normal, right? Sure. Sure. Except they almost said I'm Ash, so. <laughs> right before you hit record. Yeah. Awkward. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, boy. If there was two of us, we wouldn't have any friends. No. We would just have each other. <laughs> and we'd probably get sick of each other. <laughs> you know who else I'm sick of? Jody fucking Arias. Jody fucking Arias. This cunt. <laughs> I'm just going to get that word out of the way now. So if you can't get down with the cunt, then you... Well... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wordy. Phrasing. With the word? Um, I guess we're not for you. Yeah. But we only say it where it's necessary. In just about every case, it's necessary. Because if you're murdering somebody, you're a cunt. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking do it. Just don't that, do it. It's that simple. Don't be a dick. Wow, isn't that so easy? And now you're not in jail. Look at you. Wow. Getting your Dutch bros, go getting your coffee, still taking photos of people. Ugh, Aww, stupid. People in jail don't get to enjoy Dutch bros. <laughs> Why are you so sad for them? Because it sucks that they made that decision. Because now they don't get to enjoy the nice things in life. Like Dutch bros. <laughs> Sponsor us, bitches. I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're like, you literally just called me a bitch. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this, bitch. Ew. We're going to start. Ew. <laughs> Ew, calm down. Ew, David. Ew, David. So we're going to start with Travis Alexander because this case is about Jody, I guess. For those of you that didn't crime. get that, it's Travis Alexander. Travis Alexander. <laughs> you said it as like one word. Travis Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only call him Travis throughout this because I ain't about to say Alexander this entire time. Don't tell me what I know, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just remind me of that TikTok? I don't know. <laughs> the dude who's like making like a a tough guy tiktok and then his brother comes like behind him and he goes mom made pancakes and oh, the yeah. guy just starts laughing <laughs> i posted it on her stories i think he says mom made bro- oh, he says pan- oh, he pancakes. Say pancakes that's so funny yeah. <laughs> and the dude just like loses his like mm-hmm. tough guy <laughs> yes okay okay sorry i'm i'm procrastinating because i hate this girl and i've been working these notes for so long i was actually supposed to do this case like a month ago but then podcast by proxy one of our good friends that we've made covered it the same week that I was going to cover oh it God. too. <laughs> so I reached out to her and I was like, shut up. I'm also doing Jody, but I didn't want to do it the same day that they did it. I just felt wrong. So I looked up the days cause I'm psycho like that today, 13 years ago, June 4th is when he dies. Oh shit. And it happens to be on a Friday. So me, 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 me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Travis Alexander was born July 28th, 1977 in Riverside, California. His childhood was absolutely horrible. Hmm. His parents were drug addicts, and he had to learn to take care of himself, like, really fast. Poor thing. They would leave him and his siblings home alone for days without food or water. There was even a period where they had to live in a tent as, like, the entire family. That's intense. Like camping. But not. Yeah. Stop. That's not funny. (laughs) His mother was physically abusing him and his siblings, and then his father passed away, so his grandparents came in for the rescue. They have the Powerpuff Girl heart. (laughs) They have the Powerpuff Girl heart. (laughs) And once again, the day is saved saved by by Travis's grandparents. (laughs) So from them taking him in, Travis got to experience a stable home for like the first time in his life. But also many changes in the routine became like not catastrophically horribly horrible. But that's where he got introduced into the Mormon community. Oh. Which proved to be good for him, 
but not in the long run for who he meets later, Jody. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> experiencing all these religious uh, changes created a new world for him, and this led him to being exposed to the community, and that would take beliefs that would take these beliefs with him into adulthood, practicing Mormon. So, he took it as a child, took it and ran. Okay. Now, when I say he took these Mormon traditions and ran with them, he definitely had a little set of standards that he didn't have to hold on to, which would be sex. Okay. He, he, he's the good old pick and choose which ones are going to be good for me. Ah, yes. And I'm not speaking ill about the dead. I'll get into that more later. I have a little rant, but it's nothing against him. It's just, it's facts. It's fucking facts of how some of these religious people can be and how hypocritical they can be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Once Travis got older, he went into he went into a mission. He went on his mission. <laughs> <laughs> he went into the his mission. mission. Do, 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 do. No, he went on his mission trip through the church with Den What? Yeah. <laughs> with Denver through the church. No. Okay. <laughs> With the church through Denver, okay. is what I meant to say. Got it. <laughs> From this experience, he became more invested in the church and made his beliefs even more firm. You know, besides the sexual part. After his mission trip, he decided to re- relocate to California to work on a prepaid legal service, which was a multi-level marketing company. He's pretty much an MLM. But he excelled at it. Like, really excelled at it. Got a house, got a nice car. He did the damn thing thriving in it he did public speaking made new friends and was a large part of the community of the church there's actually videos of him that you can watch he was he's famous within this community it's kind of insane all of his friends uh described travis as happy outgoing and quite the character mm-hmm. <laughs> although travis loved his community and job in california he moved to arizona because there was a bigger uh mormon community he was happy at this point in life then he met Jody Arias. Then he was then happy he, until, until he, he wasn't. wasn't. <laughs> exactly. I was hoping you would do that. <laughs> so, Jody Arias. Jody mm. the bitch Arias. Arias. <laughs> That's her actual middle name. <laughs> <laughs> Legally printed. <laughs> On the birth certificate. <laughs> Jody Ann Arias. Oh, come on. <laughs> was born July 9th, 1980 in Sa- Salinas, California. Salinas. Salinas? I wanted to go with that, but that seemed wrong. No, that's right. Okay, cool. Whatever. (laughs) What do I know? (laughs) She grew up in an average household that was somewhat religious. They were the type of family that would go to church every... That wouldn't go to church every Sunday. Oh, so they were like Christmas, Easter, Yeah, which I don't think going to church every Sunday makes you a good religious person. It's treating everybody equally and kindly that makes you a good religious person. Who cares? Not even religious, just a good person. Just a good person. Yeah. You know? So, even people around the family, or, like, friends, people who, like, saw the family, they declared her family normal. Okay. Which you never fucking know what's happening behind closed doors, so... Truly. You have no right to declare anything. (laughs) (laughs) But she did have a normal life. And I forgot to put this in my notes, and I have it at the very end, because I didn't know where to put it. Later on, she tries to say, because I know I'm going to forget, that her father raped her. Oh, my God. That's part of her stand. And he is just distraught and broken and just, like, barely has, like, emotion in his face besides just defeat. Because it didn't happen. 
she's just a pathological liar and everything that comes out of her mouth is just straight bullshit. Wow. She's one of those girls. So she started her criminal record around the eighth and ninth grade, growing weed in her apartment. What? In her home. I was like, with wait, her wait, parents. Wait. <laughs> wait. I just made an apartment because we live in an apartment. At, so I'm used to saying an apartment. <laughs> at home. Yeah. She's growing weed. Yeah. Like in her closet or somewhere that she was hiding from her parents. In like ninth grade? In eighth or ninth grade, yeah. How around that time. Have the knowledge I don't know. To do well, such she was, things. She was really smart. Like really smart. And she did was pretty really well smart. in school. I didn't think to grow weed. But in she my... dropped out. Okay. Yeah. So it was I think it's one of those cases of she was too smart and she wasn't being given the right oh. things to mm-hmm. like keep her mind occupied. Got it. I'm just speaking out of my ass right now, but that's what I feel. That's my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, eleventh grade she dropped out. In her adult years, she would go on to get her GED. And for a while, she became a part-time photographer. Nice. If any of our blood bathers knows anybody who has photos taken by her, please hit us up. Oh, my God. <laughs> story time, story time, story time. <laughs> she wasn't making as much money doing this with, like, photographer, photography, for, photography. <laughs> Photographing? Photographing. <laughs> Stop. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yes. That one. So she became a waitress in 2001. I got that word down. Nice. <laughs> I hate myself. Oh my God. There she started dating and living with a man named Daryl. And just as at the scene, we're still in California. So she's still in California. Travis is in uh, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Growing up, she always seemed to have boyfriends. She constantly needed to be validated by having a boyfriend. That's just the type of person she is. Mm. And I don't. I don't like those beliefs, but if that's the type of person you are and you are genuinely happy with yourself, then go on with your bad self. I mean, so there's like a science behind that, that okay. where you get your ego from, whether it's from your relationship or from your job. And that that's just a oh. personality type that you are. So yeah. you probably don't relate to that because you probably get your ego from, from your me. job. Yeah. Yeah. Most people, it, I mean, there's like a rare person who gets their ego from themselves. Uh-huh. Usually they're narcissists, but anyway, no, narcissists latch on to weak people. What am I saying? No, it's, there's personality types though that will get their ego from either their job their or their relationship. relationship. It's one or the other. And it's not to say that it's a bad thing. It's just a bad thing in this circumstance because of what she does. Yeah. But like, if you're a type of person that validates yourself through a relationship, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but also just do some self-reflecting. Find, find yourself a little bit. You do you. You do you, boo. Exactly. Literally. Do you, boo. <laughs> it's good for you. Anyway. <laughs> In her photography career, she would photograph her boyfriends a lot. And this sentence doesn't age well. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. Daryl and Jody's four-year relationship relationship started going downhill due to a different interest in financial problems. <laughs> oh, what? Like, she didn't have money from her? Probably. Photographing from her, Yeah, from her photographing. <laughs> Her photographing. Her waitressing. <laughs> trying to find a different way to say waitressing, but I couldn't. <laughs> so, so, so. Jesus Christ. I'm trying, Blood Bathers, to do this case kind of without editing because we possibly have a live show in front of, like, actual people not wearing masks and being inside a real place. So I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great, sweetie. So... <laughs> So, <laughs> she started working for a prepaid legal service as well. 
and that's where she was introduced into the Mormon community, and also where she met Travis Alexander while in Vegas. Wait, so like the is this like a thing? Like Mormons are in the prepaid? I don't know. Shit, like what? I didn't look up. I haven't even watched that Mormon documentary yet. Maybe we should do that. What is that connection? I. That's weird. This All is right. just one of those wrong places, wrong time. Wrong person. Wrong person. Just terrible situation. She should situation. have been a blowjob. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy should have swallowed that one. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. So, meeting Travis. <laughs> he was a higher up representative within the company, by this point, making really good money. Oh. When Travis and Jody first met, they felt like they matched pretty well. And... She's hot. Yeah. She's, I feel like she's, is exotic looking a wrong term? I would, I don't know if, yes. <laughs> she's just, she's really pretty, but like also kind of alienness. Yeah, she's She unique. has like a different facial structure. She's just, she's different. And I think it's also the, the demon coming out a little bit. But Probably. <laughs> let me know. I am all about learning and growing so i'm sure you'll let me know i'm totally <laughs> fine with that i'm laughing because i'm uncomfortable <laughs> okay so when travis uh, <laughs> met jody they first met they felt like they matched pretty well they already said that sorry 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 travis was invited to a banquet and as a representative he could bring a person so kind of as like a blind date he invited jody he they, okay hit it off and he was like you know you want to go to this thing with me like you're really hot like, cute okay. cute and that's when they had their first sexual encounter. Oh. Yeah. Except, okay, to Travis, the devout Mormon, oral and anal sex didn't count. Ah, uh, the loopholes. The loopholes. The actual loopholes. loopholes. <laughs> <laughs> I put in my notes, eye roll. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't have, you know, sex, but. They get there, though. They get just, there. Okay. It takes a while, I guess. But I just no. You know what I don't my agree. um my Jesus days taught me about that. It's <laughs> literally a Jesus day. I'm not even doing that sarcastically. I oh. went to a thing called Jesus Day, and they had these these like they're like TED talks oh, where God. people would come out and do their seminars on stage or whatever. Yeah, and one of them said, "It doesn't matter what part of your body <laughs> is touching someone else's genitals that counts as sex." It does. So like ear sex is a thing. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Any sort of, if you touch someone else's genitals, you're having sex with them. Do people have ear sex? I, yeah, I think so, yeah. I don't know. I've not looked it up. Not something I'm into. But I'm saying <laughs> that... No way. No, <laughs> like, if you gave someone a hand job, that's sex. No, I know. But I, I get what you were saying. Like, it wasn't the nose. autistic side of me. I'm just saying. I'm genuinely curious now. Probably. That's Can how you, you get hearing aids. Oh! <laughs> that was in poor taste. <laughs> anyway... Okay. <laughs> it's a great joke. That was great. It was great. <laughs> We're going to know the real ones after this episode. <laughs> Jody ended her four-year relationship with Daryl. At this she time. she found someone with more money. She, she found someone attractive, more money, just whatever. At this time in 2006, Jody lived in California still and Travis was in Mesa. So they're still apart. So they started a long-distance relationship between California and Arizona in 2006. And Travis, being a devout Mormon, <laughs> talked to Jody about becoming one, too. Oh, he wanted to convert her. Not only did he want to convert her, he was ordained. So he baptized her. Excuse me, what Excuse the me, fuck? what the fuck? There's a photo of it. <laughs> oh, that's weird. And it's just like, 
You're literally fucking this girl. Not in his eyes, but you yeah. are. He's loopholing this girl. <laughs> that term will never be able to be said again. It's not. It's any, it, you know, he works in legal, so he knows about loopholes. He does. There you go. Yep. It's not MLM. <laughs> this was one month into their relationship that he's like having her convert over to Mormonism. Oh my God. Yeah. And like, I dated a Muslim dude and I went to his church a few times and I considered <laughs> going over. What? Because I wanted to be with him. Yeah. Oh. I went to his church quite a bit because I wanted to be with him and I was serious about going further and wanted the entire family to like me. But I realized that that wasn't for me, that if I was to do that, it would just be for him. And that's not the reason to do that. You know? Yeah. So just, I mean, I mean, my dad did for my mom so they could get married in the church. Well, I feel like Christianity and Catholicism, they're pretty yeah, close. I, I feel like yeah, those are a little different than, than like going into like Mormonism or Muslim. Yeah, because it's a different belief system. Exactly. Entirely. Entirely. That's like if I, I was Christian and I went jewish or something yeah there's a whole nother bible that they're not reading you know like (laughs) and i'm not religious at all so i would literally just be doing that for a boy for a high school crush picture you reading the quran (laughs) it's not happening they were all really nice though and it was a lot of fun that's good yeah and i had i still had my mole at that time so like wearing the hijab i was i felt really comfortable oh you couldn't see my face really (laughs) okay so me 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 (laughs) travis baptizes her and later they reveal later is revealed that she would actually do this a lot with the men that she was with she would become involved in their religion okay mm-hmm. in february 2007 jody and travis began to call themselves a couple it's facebook official cute <laughs> the relationship was built solely on their sexual attra- attraction to one another and Jody would take pictures of their sexual encounters and record their phone sex without him knowing excuse me which was a lot um, by the time this comes to court, there were <laughs> eight thousand emails exchanged between these two. I'm dumbfounded right now. I'm you. You don't do that. You don't do that Mm-mm. without them knowing. No, you. No, it gets played in court later. Ew! Keep that shit to yourself. No, I mean. Well, it had to be played in court. Later. I, I well, understand that they had actually to do that. didn't. I'll get there in a second. But like, don't fucking do that. My God, that's, oh, I'm mad. Like, I'm pretty sure you could sue someone for that. Oh, you can. That's just so disgusting. So that's like, for sure, if, if you don't have permission to record something, you can get sued if you are caught with that. Yeah. And even if you erase something, it stays in your hard drive. Oh, that is the moral of this fucking story right oh, there. Oh, nice. Okay. I didn't <laughs> the even know. The actual moral of this story. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Way to take it away, Jamie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the sexual photos that they would take were, they were consensual. Because, like, she was, like, you know, like, on top of them taking photos. Like, cute. Like, whatever. And yeah. like, he would take photos of her, too. Like, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. But the recording of phone sex without knowing? Absolutely not. You if he knows, that. then okay. Like, that is totally fine. It's all about consent, people. It's not that hard. It's Just consent. Ask. <laughs> Worst they can say is No. And you don't get your ways. Move along. Move along. (laughs) (laughs) I really am Ashkel fucking fuck. (laughs) That wasn't a fucking fuck as if it's a bad thing. It's just we see too many similarities and it's just like, wow. (laughs) Despite her, despite her claim. (laughs) 
to converting to Mormonism, Travis's friends were cautious of her. They did not like her. They saw right through her. They were like, red flag. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Well, one of the red flags was the sexual relationship with her, which in their religion is strictly forbidden. But like, I feel like for a true, like, diehard Mormon, holding hands in public would probably be like too sexual for them. I mean, it depends on which sect you're a part of. Yeah. But yeah. There's, so it's, I'm I mean, just taking that with a grain of salt. Yeah. But I do believe that she probably did go a little overboard. But I'm just taking it with a grain of salt because you, you cry wolf so many times. It's just, <laughs> There's the whole story behind crying wolf. <laughs> That's the whole reason. That's the whole reason. <laughs> Eventually, nobody listens. Exactly. So they, but they did witness like a bunch of crazy things. One of them being if Travis, so they're in like a a group, okay. They're doing their Mormon stuff. They have an entire group and she would be in the buildings with him. She would lose him. He'd go to the bathroom or something. She'd go off and she'd lose him. When she found him, she would go like near him, but where to, he couldn't see her. And she would just listen to what he was talking about. Oh my God. Or like the good old fashioned, like behind the wall, like. If there was, like, a wall, you know, and just kind of, like, listen for what he was saying. And, like, his friends are fucking seeing this. They're, like, watching her do this. She wanted to be a fly on the wall. But, like... But literally. <laughs> why? Why? For what why? purpose? I think... Okay. Here's my opinion. She's looking for a reason to, like, get mad at him, I think. To be crazy? To be crazy. Yeah. There's some people who look for fights. And, and that's a deep-seated issue within herself that she probably never figured out. Yeah, as a person with ADHD and recently it's really, it's kind of getting bad again. I was starting to do, to do that with my husband. Like I was literally just picking anything and everything to be offended by or like find something. Because I just needed to put my emotion somehow. Yeah. But that's within yourself. You got to figure that out. <laughs> like what's bugging you, bud? Like why are you offended? <laughs> figure it out. And I did. And look at me now. Look at me now. Me. You could have been Jody. Okay. I'm just kidding. No, I'm no. totally joking. No, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm offended wait, wait, wait. now. <laughs> wait, untreated. Untreated. For me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eventually. Well, I was treated, though. And I'm then saying I was now. Like, now. if you were right now not doing self-evaluations. Oh, yeah. Eventually, yes, yes, yes. you would have gone cuckoo. I could have. On your husband. Yeah. Because but I was also taking off my meds cold turkey. Like, that's true. Straight up Concerta and Ritalin in the morning and the afternoon. Just, you don't need that anymore. Oh, okay. Public, <laughs> child. public service announcement, though. People are not emotional punching bags. If you have issues and you're taking it out on people around you... You need to look into yourself. Look inward. Do some self-evaluation. Also, by no means are we saying that having a mental... Is it disorder? Yeah. Having depression, ADHD, anxiety, whatever, does not mean you will do this to somebody. That's not what we're saying either. We know how this world can be right now, so we don't want any misinterpretations of what we're saying. We yeah. speak from experience. Yeah. And Jamie, you know, you're good, but you've dealt with me for 14 years. You've seen the stages. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not saying that just because you have some type of thing means that you would become a Jody. <laughs> no, definitely not saying that. Just That was you joking at me. Yes, totally <laughs> joking there. And, and And I'm also not saying that it's... You can fix it by working on yourself. Like, obviously... Seek help as well. Seek help. Medication works. Anything that works for you. Find out what works for you, whether it's... DM us. Working like, out. Yeah. We'll whatever. talk to you. Exactly. But... We're not doctors. Well, we'll tell you our experiences. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bottom line, though, self-evaluation goes a long way, in my experience. Very so. long way. 
I think just, I've only really been doing it for like a good two months lately. I've been like hella getting in there, mm-hmm. opening up those doors, which isn't the fun part. Like, but the oh, after part, like feeling the way I've been feeling lately, do it. Yeah. Just, just try it out. Hear me out. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So back to the show. <laughs> now his friends are like, okay, we need an intervention. They all go into one of their rooms and they're like, bro. We do not like her. She's got to go. And he's just like probably defending her, I'm assuming. And then they're like, she's at the door right now. But they're whispering this to him. Okay. Okay. They're like, I bet like she's right there. She's go open the door. (laughs) So he quietly goes over to the door as not to like scare her away so that she doesn't like run away before he can know it. And he swings that fucking bitch open and she's right there. Oh my God. And she just looks right over his shoulder narrows her eyes and she's like are you gonna tell travis not to be with me <laughs> jesus criminy and her friend and travis's friend is like i already did and you need to leave the house yeah and they said like at first she just looked kind of sad and then she just like narrowed her eyes more and got all pissy looking and then like ran to her room which is travis's room okay isn't that so awkward yeah are you gonna tell him to not be with me well I even so more now it. yes lady yeah and now he sees so Oh, they also said she, like, clenched her teeth. So she, like, said it in her teeth. When she, like, ran away. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, honey. Mm-hmm. I can just see it now. It was the, the princess cry. It was the run and throw yourself onto the bed and cry into your arms. <laughs> so at this point, Travis is checking the fuck out. He's like, okay, I have some reflecting to do. <laughs> He started to grow a little more distant and texting and talking with other women. Oh, Jody okay. found this out and ended the relationship in 2007, in June of 2007. But she did this in thinking that it would make him want her more. Ah, uh, yes. The good mm-hmm. old narcissistic hoovering, <laughs> as they call it, which I am. If you look up the word do that. narcissist, it's her photo. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> oh I am God. kidding, but I'm not kidding. <laughs> literally not literally (laughs) uh so yeah she finds out about this and she would still come over and they would have sky daddy approved sex (laughs) okay (laughs) i just can't she they would loophole they would loophole yes (laughs) uh this is noted to be jody's idea but it takes two to fucking tango it does take two it takes two when it's consensual it takes two to tango Jody is a vile, demonic, possessive individual that deserves no sympathy. But here's my rant. Okay. Okay. My little, my little rant. Travis is no saint either. Some of the things that he's reported saying to her about their sex life, which he was a part of, are absolutely terrible. And they are recorded. Ah. Because she would record their conversations right, and stuff. Right. Okay. And they're also through text and through email. And there's some pretty dirty shit in there. And he would just allow it to continue. I'm only going to say one because I don't want to speak ill about the dead. And it's, he's, he's not here to defend himself, but also it's, it's his words. But it just, it just bugs me because people will tell this story and they're just so... He lit up the room when he came in. I was like, yeah, he did. A lot of people have said that too. Like actual people that knew him. But he wasn't some fucking saint to Jody either. Yeah, and I mean, everybody's got a little bit of dark side. Yeah. yeah. 
And it's okay to have that. But when you're telling the woman that you're having sex with that she's trash and mm. not not good wife material because she's having sex with you and like all this stuff, you're kind of a shitty person. That's that's a little mean. That's a little mean. It's a lot mean, in my opinion. So the one I want to say is the message where he says he wants to ch- tie her up to a tree and fuck her in the ass. That's okay. the only one I'm going to say. I mean, that's fine. That is fine. But that's then if you're going to turn around and... What's the word I'm looking for? Belittle? Not... Like, talk shit to the person you're doing this with about oh, yeah. her being a, oh. a horrible person? <laughs> so this is... I mean, it's complete hypocrisy. Yeah. He's saying she's a slut or whatever or for, for having sex with him. But he's having sex with her at exactly. the same time. And, and so same goes right back to you. It's a third grade, you know... I'm rubber, you're glue. Yeah. Not really. You're both, you're both doing it. You're exactly. both having sex. You're both breaking the Lord's rules here. Okay. So no. Stop seeing yourself as like, so holier, high and mighty. holier than thou. Yes. Is that the saying? Exactly. Yeah. Get off your high horse. So like I said, he does not deserve a bit of what's happening. And I know we're probably going to lose a few people listening right now from my little rant, but just because he's dead doesn't mean you can't say the truth. Yeah. I feel that's fair. And, I mean, sucks that his whole situation that happened. He should not have been killed for whatever reason. No, none of this. None no, of this. Not even an inch. Not even, like, an attempted. No. None of this should have happened. And it's not his fault it's that, not. It hit, that it happened. I'm just saying that for what he was saying to her, it sucks. And don't do that to people. Yeah. The, the holier-than-thou situation. Is, mm, it's toxic. It is. But I say this later on too but i feel like it's good to say here now they do bring on like an ex-girlfriend of his onto the stand Mm because she tries to say that he was abusive jody tries to say that he was abusive and he was not no he was not abusive he just he liked sex and she liked it too and he was having problems with himself about liking sex and yeah and and i mean i get that with the religious trauma syndrome like you you want to do these things that you have urges to do but you feel conflicted because of the guilt that's within you because of what the religion has instilled inside of you and i mean i get that that's Mm -hmm. that's hard it's really difficult to go through and to be living in today's day and age where sex is literally around every corner everyone's doing it whatever it's hard to be the person that's like well, Jesus says, because <laughs> I've been that person. Yeah. It sucks. It's very difficult. So I, I get that frustration and that struggle and doing one thing and then saying another and whatever. Yeah. I don't know. No, that was great. Thanks. And like, like we say, too, we are totally open for discussion. We aren't just here to speak to each other. Like we are here to tell true crime stories and meet true crime friends. And blood bathers. So if you disagree with us or you agree with us or you just have something you want to add to us, to us, <laughs> <laughs> to it, you're more than welcome to comment onto bloodbath or DM us if you want to make it private. And we are more than willing to discuss or, you know, talk about it. So now that I got that off my chest, let's get back to the case. <laughs> do you know how she would break into Travis's house? No. How do you think she would break into Travis's house? I'll give you a hint. It's the one thing you will not allow in the house. I mean, I won't allow a lot of things. Besides bugs. I was going to say. It's part of the house that you will not allow on a house. Unless it has a special something to it. Oh, I don't know. I can't think. Doggy door. Oh, yeah. No fucking doggy doors. (laughs) Are you kidding me? No. No. Unless it has, like, the collar that 
automatically like opens okay. it or whatever. But check it out. They, they take, take the, the collar off your dog. <laughs> as long as you have a good trained dog that no. fucks that fucker up. You need <laughs> the chip inside your dog. There you they go. can't take that out. And if they or do, they could, I go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> you touch <Oops>. my dog. <laughs> Oof. There she is. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, she would crawl through the motherfucking doggy door. Oh my God. I want to beat my head against this microphone. I know. <laughs> and Travis would be like a little upset, but she would just crawl in the bed and they would end up having Sky Daddy approved sex. So, oh wait, no, this is vaginal sex now. <gasps> They're having full on intercourse. I said vaginal. <laughs> it says vaginal. It's vaginal. <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> No. <laughs> I think I'm overdue for a brain scan. Oh my Fun fact, my mom died of brain tumors. That's the joke. Anyway. <laughs> That's the joke. I love my mom. She was great. Jesus. I heard in my nose, Sky Daddy, look away for I have sinned. Oh my God. <laughs> Were there vaginal? Vaginal. Vaginal mm-hmm. Not vaginal. I can't do a live show. I'm not doing it. I quit. <laughs> Jody started seeing what was happening. Okay. I'm so sorry. He was just, quotes, using her for sex. And now she could not handle this. Which, I agree. Yeah, but she was crawling through the yeah, door. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but she wanted more. And it was me, 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 me about her. So, and now she's seeing that he's not trying to pursue anything besides getting into that, va- that bajay. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, her, her eyes are opening now, but she's not just going to go away and find somebody else. Oh, no, no. Nay, nay. <laughs> she started full on stalking him. Mm-hmm. She needed to know where he was at all times. She reportedly slashed his car tires and at one point would even sneak over while he had a girl over. So she would know if he had a girl over and she would like sneak over and like go into the house and the girls would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And they would end up leaving and like not talking to Travis anymore because they don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. That's it. The she, fuck? She knows exactly what she's doing. She was caught one night peeping through the window of the house while he had a girl over as well. Peeping Tom's not okay. It's weird. At this point, Travis was telling his friends that he was concerned and letting them know that he couldn't stand it anymore. But he was still having sex with her. Okay. That's, that's my problem. That was my rant from earlier. Now I feel like it's validated, even though we probably lost a few people from that rant. Jody stalked him on his dates, got information of the girls that he was with, and started threatening them. Oh, she's the crazy girl meme where they're like, I got her name and social security number. Like, yeah. Uh. And this continued into early 2008. Yikes. Until. Until. In April of 2008 as well. Jody finally moved in with her grandparents back in California. So this bitch is out of Arizona and he's probably breathing so much fresh air. <laughs> a few months go by and Jody's grandparents call the police to report that their registered handgun and some electronics and cash had been stolen from the house. Um, what? A couple of days after the police report, Jody rented a car in California. Okay. Stopped by her ex-boyfriend's house to borrow two gas cans and then shut her phone off. Oh, no. It's not suspicious at all. No. Travis was getting ready for a trip in Cancun with a woman that he met named Mim. So cute. Nice. She, al- she was also a Mormon, and they had been hitting it off really well. They were scheduled to leave June 10th and had been discussing it on a phone, like on the phone, 
until about five days before the trip. Okay. Thinking he was busy and working and, like, she didn't want to, like, overthink and mm-hmm. be looked at as, like, overbearing, you know? So she was just like, he's, he's just working. Like, it's fine. But June 9th came and she still had not heard a word from him. And, like, they were talking every day and they were talking about the trip every day. Yeah. And you're about to leave the state that you're in, like, you know? <laughs> about to leave the country. The country, yeah, yeah. Even worse. So she was like, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go check on him. She goes to the house and she's knocking on the door and nobody's answering, but she can hear her, his dog inside. Mm. She contacted a couple of his close friends who have the garage like code to open it up because yeah, they have the code. So they get in there and it reeks. Oh, God. It smells so bad. They're going through the garage. It leads into the laundry room where it's even worse. Mm. This is Arizona. Oh, gross. No. Exactly. No, no, no. Exactly. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Thinking it was the trash or maybe even the dog, they don't think the worst. Because, like, why are you going to think the worst at that point? Like, you don't want to put your mind there. They make it to the bedroom and realize that the door is locked. And that's when they're like, Shit. fuck. Yeah. So they panic. Travis's house has two roommates. One of them was home when... They were knocking on the door and living in this house that smells like this. What? Yeah. I know. He was in the room watching a movie, so he didn't hear the knocks or people literally coming into the house. Okay. How, like, how many surround sounds do you have? That is absolutely ridiculous. And the house fucking smells. And I mean... We, we all know it's a dead body. It's a dead body. Like, that's unnatural. Humans are... I have it in my nose. Like, spoiler alert. It's been five days. That's... Oh, that's... I can't even imagine that. I. And he's just walking around. He's just like, eh, whatever. Men ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very Monica from Friends. I have to live with a boy. <laughs> Makes me think of the episode with the dirty girl when Ross is dating oh, the, yeah. the model <laughs> and he goes to her house and then Monica shows up at the end and she's just he like... He kills her hamster. <laughs> she's like, my brother told me about your house. Can and I, I can't clean? sleep. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. shuts the door. Is that a no? <laughs> <laughs> she like scrubs the handle. <laughs> God, she probably would have made a great like after a crime scene cleaner. Oh, yeah. That's a spinoff. There you go. That would be the spin. <laughs> That's what she's doing. She's no longer a chef. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I literally put in my notes, sir, the house fucking smells. Yeah. <laughs> like, how are you not questioning this? Did, did he have an excuse as to why? It's the movie, but he does. Both, well, not the smell. He doesn't have an excuse for that. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because, like, no. the movie's for the sound, but, like, the that's smell. That's just because he's a man, I guess. <laughs> I guess some people are nose blind. Thanks, Fabrice. Well, there is people who, like, can't smell, but he's not one of them. He can smell. Perfectly fine. <laughs> oh, wait. No, he claimed he didn't smell anything. <laughs> Apparently not. Not perfectly fine. His snoofer ain't working. Oh, he might want to go check that out. That's when he learned that his snoofer wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Look, I did my research on Jody and Travis, not his roommates, okay? Okay. Well, fine. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Zach actually thought, that's his roommate, <laughs> sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> that he had already left for Cancun. So that's why oh. he didn't, like, it was locked. So he's like, okay, cool. He's just, he's a private guy. Whatever. He probably didn't even test it out. Like, why would he want to go into his room? Yeah. We're about to come up to the scene. Okay. And it is graphic. Yikes. It is bad. Big yikes. The, they open the door 
and Ow. immediately called 911. I don't know. Okay. They probably fucking bobby pin. Dean Cook. Dean Cook. What? <laughs> like Dane Dean. Cook? Dean. That is what I exactly Why? was doing in my head. I don't know. Because I said Dean from Supernatural when ah. he kicks. Dean kicked. Dean Cook. Okay. There it is. That's right. why I did it. We figured it out. Woo. The world is saved. So when Dean kicks the door in in Supernatural for anyone who didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Just a little recap for you. <laughs> Previously, um, five minutes ago. <laughs> so yeah, they get the door down. I don't know if they actually kicked it. I was just being facetious. facetious. Hey! <laughs> the cops arrive and are noted that this is fucking gruesome. And these are veteran cops like these are not your new hatchlings okay these are veterans and this is the most gruesome case that they have ever seen in their life yikes quoted that's quoted (laughs) investigators had a difficult time identifying travis because of how bad it was and because of the blood bath that they walked into that's right he's in a bath of blood oh god a shower with blood all over so it's a blood bath same I know I sounded excited to say that, but it wasn't it, is, it wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> Firstly, they noticed that there was no evidence of a break-in, so they figured it was someone they knew. Or someone who could crawl through the doggy door. <laughs> oh, what's up? <laughs> his friends, and especially his two roommates, were interrogated. Mm-hmm. They're like, bro, you've been living with a dead body in a house in Arizona. Ugh. For five fucking days, buddy. That's give me more. Seems but they were questionable to me. me. <laughs> that water is not sanitary. But they were all cleared. But pretty much every single one of them, and by pretty much I mean every single one of them, dropped one name and one name only. Jody. 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 <laughs> it's like Jerry Springer, right? Jerry. Jerry. Jody. <laughs> So they're fucking name bombing this bitch everywhere. And they're like, look into her. Look into her. Investigators realized that all the bedding that had been stripped off the bed was now in the washer. Okay. Okay. Not only did they find the bedding in there, but they also found a camera. Okay. Their friends told the cops that they need to look in the Jody areas more. Okay. They're like, bro, that's her fucking camera. Suspicious. Suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) One of those days. Yep. In good old fashion, I killed someone. She inserted herself into. Oh, no. Really? Is she part of the investigation now? Does she want to know more information because she's nervous? Hey, police officers, what's going on with this case that I'm in another state, so it shouldn't even be a fucking thing? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) So she contacted them. She had the audacity to ask if if she could help in any way. My God. She seemed to be devastated over the news, which I don't. I believe that she probably was devastated because she does love him. Mm-hmm. I, I find that hard to say because that's not love in my opinion. But to her, she she loves him. She loves him because she loves herself and how yes. he validates her and that, that, that or whatever. That. Hoovering, yeah. hoovering, hoovering. Look it up. Hoovering. <laughs> she's doing it. She's doing it. <laughs> but she's doing it wrong. Not that it's the right thing to do at all. Anyway. I have to look it up because I don't know it. Okay, hoovering. <laughs> there <laughs> so you don't go. Have to look it up. Uh, I I do it and it's bad and I know so I have to like cut myself off. Self reflecting. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a narcissistic tendency when you're in a relationship with somebody that narcissist uses mm-hmm. the 
in quotes, smaller person to feed their ego. Okay. And when they get broken up with or the relationship ends, mm -hmm. the narcissist will oh, it's pull a ten them buddy. in and then let them go and then pull yeah. them in just to make sure they still have strings on them. Yeah. And they do it to boost their ego. And then when they don't need the ego boost anymore, they let them go. I do that to somebody in high school a lot. It's called, <laughs> yeah, because you, you keep somebody on the back burner. You know that they're always going to be there to boost your ego when you need it. But to pull them back and forth, it's called hoovering like a fucking vacuum. You suck them in. You spit him out. I'm calling that the Ted Bundy effect now because okay. he had the chick that dumped him and then he literally became a lawyer, went to law school, got her back just to break she, up with just her. Just to break up with her. Yeah. Literally just to do that. Yeah. So she's Savage. hoovering. She's just doing it bad. <laughs> she's all around bad. Yeah. So police asked Jody what she knew and she responds and her response was, I know that he passed away and that there was a lot of blood. Excuse me? Yeah, you do know that, don't you? And in the same fucking call, without being prompted, okay, she tells the police her alibi. And here's one of them, because there's a lot later. Okay. <laughs> she said she was in Northern California on June 2nd. She then drove to Southern California to meet friends. On June 5th, she arrived in Salt Lake City. On the road trip, she had, been, she had called Travis and left him a voicemail, and that was left around six hours after his estimated death. I don't think she added that part, but that was just statistically was put in. Not statistically, but like scientifically put in okay. later, you know? Yeah. On the voicemail that Jody left, she goes into depth, into depth on her road trip and her experience and how her phone died and how she got lost. So this is on the voicemail. Mm -hmm. She continues to say she went 100 miles in the opposite direction and got lost. <laughs> Who goes that far? <laughs> She's not being asked about her alibi. She's just giving this up. Yeah. They asked her if she would be in town anytime soon, and she responded with, oh, I'm already on my way. I'm going to his memorial. Mm. The audacity! You weren't, I mean, it's not like there was an invite, but still. The you don't get to come to the cookout. Oh, no, no, you don't! Jesus fucking Sky Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> when Jody came in for her interview with the police, they noticed that she, they noticed. They noticed. <laughs> They noticed that she had changed her hair color from blonde to brown. And she was, like, very known for loving her blonde bombshell self, you know. That's so weird because everything I've ever seen of her is with her brunette hair. Yeah. Okay. That's because of the after fact. But, like, all the photos previously are her blonde self. So, Oh, my God. Is she trying to, like, embody the morning, you know, girlfriend, like, darkness and sadness? I think she's just trying to what's the word mask herself like look like a different person and she also she'll start wearing like <laughs> modest clothes opposed Master to like disguise. whatever yeah become another puss <laughs> just watched that the other night <laughs> we're not totally enough to tell a club <laughs> no jody you're not <laughs> so blonde to brown okay <laughs> police also noted that she had a bunch of tiny little cuts on her fingers that she said was from bartending where she had to make like a million margaritas how, that was her. <laughs> okay. She said that. Wait. How do you... Police run tests on Jody's cell phone and find that she had actually driven south to Mesa. So, yeah. Tiny little cuts. I had to make a million margaritas at this bar that they fi that they figure out it's not real. She was it, not working there. It's not a real bar. <laughs> it's not even a real bar. Oh, my God. Not a real place. It wasn't there. It's a very um, 
Casey Anthony moment where she's like, yeah, I totally worked at Universal Studios. Yeah, let's go walk around there. I'll show you around. Like, whatever you need to know. And then they're walking around. You don't know this? No. Shut the fuck up. I don't know this. Oh, my God. Casey Anthony is a yeah, little girl, though, right? I know that okay, one. cool. So they take her to like fucking Universal Studios where she supposedly has like a babysitter there or like somebody knows something. And they're literally walking around. She's like walking around with the detectives. And then finally she turns around. She goes, okay, I lied. I never worked here. What the fuck? And they like arrest her right there. Why? It is mind fucking boggling, besides the fact that she has white privilege, that she got away with this. And everyone just knows it's the same thing as OJ. Everyone just knows that she fucking did it. Anyway, back to Jody. <laughs> I'll blow you around that later. Okay. <laughs> so what really happened? Oh boy. Jody had taken a trip to Arizona, but it was unclear why at this point. Huh. We know why. <laughs> <laughs> After going to Arizona, Jody then went to Salt Lake City and then back home to Northern, Northern California. Here's what she did. Breaking through his house, she snuck into his room, probably through the doggy door, probably as you said, the because door. they didn't see any, any marks. They had sex and took naked photos of one another, and the next morning, he got in the shower. The naked photos are actually needed because <laughs> when the, okay, I'll get there in a second. Okay. <laughs> I'll give it away. I'll okay. give it away. <laughs> it's needed. Uh, she then checked the house for his roommates to make sure they weren't home. She walked into the kitchen and grabbed a butcher knife. She sat it on the sink and opened the shower to take more photos of Travis. He did reluctantly, and then she grabs the knife, setting the camera on a timer, goes into the shower. Okay. This is where the infamous photos of, like, Travis in the shower, like, the water dripping down his face. These are those photos. Okay. She then stabbed him in the back. It is proven that he fought back by the amount of blood that was around and, like, where it was as well. Because science. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, I, Ultimately, he would end up stabbed 29 times, shot right above the eyebrow. What? That's a and lot of times. his throat was cut ear to ear, some record saying nearly decapitated. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, the camera is taking photos. Yeah. Oh, I want to cry. I know. Oh, my God. That's like every time I see his photo, I have actual goosebumps. Like online, it's the one where he's just like looking to the side and like the water droplets. It's one of the photos that I have for this. It's it's sad. <laughs> and cardinal rule, you don't kill people in the shower. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Don't kill people, but well, yeah, but you know, don't do it in the shower most of all. <laughs> God, that's that's my one rule of being scared. You cannot scare me if I'm That's in the shower. That's like your most vulnerable spot. Literally. Other than pooping, you know? There, I think shower is more vulnerable. You're completely naked unless you're like a dude that it's ripped off but all the clothes. But imagine you're like mid-turd. Like, mid-turd. You... Poor Elvis. <laughs> but like nobody murdered though. him. Yeah. You know? But imagine if you... Like how are you going to get up and fight when you got... When <laughs> <laughs> you got shit hanging out. Anyway. Leave Don't it kill us, people so in the shower. Okay? Bathrooms are off limits. So let's get this bitch arrested. Yes, please. Okay. I don't, I don't like her. Not one bit. <laughs> you have pictures. Oh, it's, there's photos. Let's get into it. She does not confess to this. She just lies and lies and lies. She had deleted the photos off the camera it that she put in the dryer as well. It doesn't delete Trying them. to get rid of the photos. You're an idiot. But they were still able to recover them. No shit. Weird. Huh. It opened to a completely nude Jody in a very sexual position. 
and then the nude photos of Travis as well. And like there was a lot. And then after you get through the sexual fun time, it goes straight into the murder where you can see Travis's lifeless body on dated on the camera June 4th, 13 years ago in 2008. Oh my god. Yeah. And her face is not in the photos of the murder, but her foot is right in the corner. And you can see that photo. That one's online. I don't I don't know if I can look any of these up. I don't want to cry right now. But yeah, I geez. know. This bitch. Get a new hobby. This is Just not okay. Go to counseling. Get I don't get a fixed. friend that will actually tell you what's up. So the interrogation is wild. And in my opinion, Stephanie Lazarus, like I said last week or whatever. It was. Yeah. That I think it was the previous week. Oh, last it was. Week was the vampire. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I think Stephanie Lazarus is a little bit more crazy because of the fact that she's an LAPD officer or was. Yeah. And she still like could not. She's the fucking Grinch. She looks like the Grinch and then Donald Trump sometimes. Yeah. And her facial expressions. Well, she, she couldn't hold it together and she had no way of like acting, which is just like you as an Aren't interrogator. You yeah. Like you have to act. <laughs> So it's it's just mind blowing. But these two females, Jody and Stephanie, they just they hold, they did something right in like the wrong way. Like they, it's like a Dundee. Like you don't actually want that. Like you don't fucking care. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I do want one. Gold, like gold and silver awards for worst interviews yes. and interrogations <laughs> ever. Friends again, <laughs> where Monica gets the award for the worst massage. So you're saying if there was an award for the worst massage in the world, I would win? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> worst interrogations ever. You too. Ever. I can And they'll just, be linked in the description and you will want to go watch these. It's insane. I have a couple to play like the actual clips so you can actually hear her. <laughs> But, uh, like I said, I'm going to link them. They're from JCS Psychology and Observe. So, those are two different sites. And they're amazing. Uh, the new JCS Psychology episode with the, the is it sociopath. It's like crazy. Like, people acting crazy. <laughs> I was on Twitter the other night. which is shocking. I'm not really on there very much. And his video is circulating all over Twitter. On, like, my actual account. Not my true crime one. Mm-hmm. And somebody posted and they were like, were we just all recommended this video at the same time? Like, what is happening? And I was like, bro, watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Like, <laughs> I was like, if you like this, watch Observe. If you like Observe, watch that chapter. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking psychopath me. <laughs> so yeah, those will be linked in there. And the interrogation is like two hours and 40 minutes long. That poor, poor detective. Yeah. <laughs> that poor guy. And it starts off with her trying to look like she's sleeping. Okay. So she's like laying her head down on the table and she's handcuffed. So she's not comfortable. And as JCS psychology reports on it, you can tell that she's not actually like trying to sleep because her shoulder won't like actually go down. It's very prominent. And she's like listening to what's happening around her Mm -hmm. to like go from that. She's trying to do that thing where like... (laughs) You pretend to be asleep when your person comes over to, like, get them, like, kiss you and be all loving to you. <laughs> or you pretend to be asleep on the couch and then you yeah. have your parents carry you to your bed. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those situations. <laughs> Except no one's going to carry you anywhere. No. Well, they will if you put up a fight. They're going to carry you right to jail. So, right. Straight, straight to, to jail. jail. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. 
I'm sweating. It's so hot in here. <laughs> so the detective finally comes in and takes her handcuffs off and they start talking. It's a male detective. Mm-hmm. That matters. <laughs> okay. She explains that what she did the day that the detective is looking into and did that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I, I felt confused by myself and the detective was like, okay, there's still 18 hours. So what did you do in those 18 hours? And it's totally possible to go from California to Arizona in 18 hours. Oh, <laughs> the fuck? They literally are touching. Vegas is four hours away. They're adjoining <laughs> states. Like, they're practically the same state. I go to the Colorado River and I stand in the middle of the river. Guess what? I'm in California and Arizona, Arizona at the, the same, same time. time. <laughs> the amount of times we've done that. It yeah. never gets old. <laughs> Look, I'm missing places. <laughs> Don't forget, she inserted herself into this. Right. They were going to bring her in for questioning anyway, but she decided to insert herself. Because if I'm helping with the investigation, then it won't look suspicious. Which is the number one thing to look suspicious. Which is so scary. Because if you're not suspicious, but you genuinely want to help. Like, if you got killed, I'd be like, bro, what the fuck do you know? Yeah. (laughs) But then also I'd be like, I don't want to ask you because then I might look suspicious. And they're just like, ma'am. number one. Right here. It's you. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) So lose, lose. And you'd be giving them all the names, so the first one to point fingers is usually the... the, the I don't even... I don't have names. It would it'd be like, I, this is a random stranger. The only name people would give is me, because I'm the closest thing to you. Yeah. <laughs> but I give all the denna, all the shit, what, whatever you need. <laughs> Got you, boo. <laughs> I'd find them. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Going up and down the street. I need your recordings. Do you have <laughs> <laughs> surveillance? <laughs> Everybody's got cameras nowadays. Just don't murder people. You're not going to get away with it. Yeah. Firstly, she was just like, no, I didn't do this. And then the detectives pull out the big bang. And they're like, honey, honey, boo boo. We got photos. Yeah. We got a camera here and we got photos. And look, that's your foot, isn't it? <laughs> This bitch is, like, hanging over the table with, like, her her hands, like, forearms on the table, right? Like, pushing together her boobs and, like, hanging over the photo, getting all close to it. And she's like, that looks like me. Oh, my God. It's so cringy. And the dude's just like, it fucking is you. He doesn't actually say that, but he's like, it is you. And she's like, well, it looks like me. I... (laughs) So after over well over an hour the cops just like okay bro you're you're gonna be booked you're you're done you're you're caught you're red-handed you're literally you're 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 red-footed you're red-footed you're done and i'm gonna play a three and a half minute clip for this part that i just said so she's being told she's gonna be booked and listen to what she fucking asks here we go and you'll be transferred 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 over to the Maricopa County Jail in Phoenix. And you will start your court proceedings there. And, um, I've already filed these charges. It went to a grand jury and a grand jury indicted you. So it's all public now? It's public record. So does everyone know? If somebody goes on checks public record, they can check it. And they would come up with an indictment against you for murder. But it's going to be on the news tonight. We don't report anything to the news. Has his family called today? 
They don't even know that I'm talking to you. But they've been calling every day? Every day. Are you going to tell them? I talk to them every day. How would you feel if your little brother or little sister was killed? I've been wanting to call every day, too. I didn't want to look obsessive. So I just tried to limit it to once a week. <laughs> Will I be able to see my family in Fort Cup? I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what their procedures are here at this jail in this county. Um, can I talk to somebody about my affairs that need to be taken care of? You'll have to do it over the phone, or they'll have to come visit you. I don't know. I'd have to get over the phone because the person that would take care of my stuff lives far away. Are we done? How long is it all going to take? You said you were calling me for work. I don't know. I need to go see. The procedures are different here in California than they are in Arizona. I'm used to the procedures in Arizona. So I'm getting help from this county and the deputies here, and they're assisting me. So I need to get with them and find out how long it's going to take. Um, this is a really trivial question, and it's going to reveal how shallow I am. Here it comes. <laughs> but before they book me, can I clean myself up a little bit? You're going to be taken the way you are. <laughs> I can't give you anything else. How soon? I don't know. Like five minutes? Two hours? I would say within an hour. Okay, it could be five minutes, it could be 50 minutes. I need to go talk to my uh, associates here. And if at any time you feel like you need to tell me something, you just go ahead and approach me. check or you're facing murder charges you kind of go in handcuffs that's just the way it is okay they don't take different precautions for different people it's the same for everybody so I'm sorry who do I ask when I can start making a phone call or two once you get booked into the jail do you know me again uh, if it's like ours, uh, they give you a phone and you can make as many collect calls as you want. Oh. Okay. Whether you're wrote a bad check or facing murder charges, <laughs> you're going in handcuffs. <laughs> can I put some makeup on? Can I can I clean myself up? My you're God. facing first degree murder charges, honey. <laughs> I hate her so much. So the detective, he gets up, he leaves, goes and does this thing. She's, like, kind of crying in her, like, weird, not actually crying voice. And as soon as he leaves, she stops. And then she starts doing this. Yeah. I'm not going to play any more of that because I am not about to be copyrighted for this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You know what the song is, but... She just starts singing. And then, but wait, there's more. She starts like fidgeting with her pants. And now she's like crinkling her water bottle. You're just, you're in a room with nothing, you know? Yeah. 
And then she grabs the trash can that's like right behind her that has nothing in it. And she just starts like rummaging through it. She's like moving. She's just like a cat, like moving a bag. You know, that's. <laughs> Why? And then the most famous part, I think, of this case, <laughs> besides what she does. Yeah. She moves the chair out of the way and does a motherfucking handstand and then starts singing Oh Holy Night. My God. What in the actual crack? <laughs> what is going on with you, ma'am? She then giggles to herself. Which that's kind of creepy. Oh wait. The suspense. <laughs> Yeah. Just like a little. <laughs> and then goodness. And then like looks at her nails. Oh my God. Bat shit, dude. Absolutely bat shit. I mean, what if you got arrested? What would you do? I mean, it wouldn't be for killing somebody. I'd be arrested for like them suspecting that I did. <laughs> and I wouldn't do this shit. What if they you said? That. Like you're getting booked. I'd be like, what okay, do you do? Well, where's my lawyer? <laughs> Ryan, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Call him up, motherfucker, because I'm innocent. Like, do what you have to do in that process. But I'm just trying to like don't do that shit in like her shoes. Like, what is she messing with the trash can? Messing with your water bottle? Messing with your pants? Okay, like fine, whatever. She like also grabs like a piece of paper that's in the printer and like is like probably looking around for a pen or something, you know? Yeah. But. A headstand? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just trying to get into that headspace. Like, you what, can't. What, what? What? We are not this this type of crazy. <laughs> like sometimes when I have a open room to myself, I'll do cartwheels. But like that's because that's an, an open, open room, room to yourself, and you're she's like, she practically does yoga. She also like when she comes down from the headstand, she goes into like this very uh, child's pose type of thing. Okay, and then like flips her hair back like in the photos for like the water. Yeah, you know photos. She knows there's a camera. She knows exactly what she's doing or what she's trying to do anyway. I guess. So then comes the booking photo. Mm. Oh, my God. She comes in, fixes her hair, and then asks the guy who's, like, taking the photos, does my hair look okay? Oh, my God. And the dude's like, the fuck? And then she cocks her head, like, to the side, does a little smirk without showing, like, teeth, and takes the photo. And that's the photo that I will be posting for sure. And the dude's just like, I have never in my life seen anything like that happen. Oh, goodness. She's being charged for first degree murder. Yeah. Like, honey. And you know you did it. <laughs> That's like the two girls that killed their friend. That the, she survived. The Slenderman yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't think she survived. Yeah, she does. Oh, okay. Well, they're they're booking photos. They're like smiling. They're smiling too. Yeah. Like, why? Yep. I think there's actually two cases of the Slenderman thing, but I know one of them, like they stabbed her multiple times and she fucking crawled her way to the street and wow. survives. And that's why they got caught. They probably got caught anyway because they're dumb, but. <laughs> uh, I think, oh, I think the one you're thinking of is Skylar Niece. It's the redhead, right? There's a redheaded one. Yeah. You're thinking of Skylar Niece. They killed her. Yeah. She died. Yeah. I started seeing the, I was going through mugshots in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's the type of crazy I am. (laughs) And for us here, that is normal. (laughs) 
So now she's been in prison and it's time for a second interrogation. Oh my God. But this time they're going to put in a female detective to test out the waters. <laughs> <laughs> she won't fucking interact with this woman at all. What? Will not. She barely says a word and she definitely will not say sentences like full on sentences. Why? She's just quiet and sitting there. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is it? Why? And this cop, the female cop, she's playing the good cop. She's giving her a chance to say that Travis was this. Travis was that. She's yeah. giving her those chances. And finally, she's just like, do you would you feel better talking to the other detective? And with a full sentence, I kind of do want to talk to him because he has been in contact with Travis's family a lot. Bitch. Shut the fuck up. I know. So they bring him back in and he's like, okay, what the fuck's up? <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever. I Dumb bitch. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> she starts spinning so many stories. She says that she got to Travis's house around 3 a.m. And the next, the next day they had sex. And it, uh, and that it's actually better that everyone just thinks that she did it because she knows the truth. Which is that she did it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. But this cop's like, no, that's not better. Like, tell the truth. Even though knowing it's fucking bullshit. So she says that there was a guy and a girl in the house that killed Travis. They killed Travis and then took her ID and said they would kill her and her family if she told anyone. Why? 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 The way she tells the story in my head is kind of like how Michael Scott <laughs> would tell a story. Except for, for him, it'd be funny and not about murdering somebody. But mm-hmm. it's just, like, spewing out of your ass. <laughs> she, like, started the sentence and didn't know where she was going to end exactly, it with. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Thank yes. you. <laughs> and then she ended with that. And she's like, well, I guess that's what we're going that's with. what we're going with. I'm pretty sure she says, like, the word ninjas at some point, too. I was oh skimming through the video. I learned that from Podcast by Proxy. I was skimming through the video because I've watched so many documentaries. I don't think it's in the documentary. I've watched so much stuff now where it's like it's not necessarily sticking as much as it was because <laughs> I Especially just want her out of my head. Her fucking case. It's so goddamn ridiculous. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I've it makes only me seen mad. The little bit that you had on, on, on the, the TV. TV. Yeah. And I was, that's a three part thing. I, no, <laughs> no. I don't want to give her the time of day. How I feel with all these cases where I'm just like, oh, quotations good case and then i'm sitting there like doing the notes and i'm like i hate that i'm giving this person my time yeah (laughs) so we're gonna go to the trial they need to prove that this is premeditated first degree murder which would be difficult but not for prosecutor juan martinez this dude is like the dude of all dudes (laughs) this is the dude you call when you need a dude juan martinez (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) I'm hiring him if anything happens. I'll tell you that. I don't know how, but I will. (laughs) (laughs) He was not about to let Jody get away with this. (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) He started going through her stories, multiple stories, and found evidence that there wasn't that there that they weren't showing to other people that he just found. And he was like, well, this is staying close with me mm-hmm. and ain't nobody else going to see it. And the only way they're going to hear it is when we are on trial and I shock the fucking world. Also, he was going for the death penalty. Good. <laughs> That's was- also. So w- were the lawyers keeping that stuff secret? Uh, I don't know, like that far into okay. it. I just know he found some evidence and he was like, well, 
I don't know if they know about it or maybe they do, but they don't know that I know. So, so I'm going to keep it to myself. Because in court, no evidence is allowed to be kept secret. Yeah. So it's I'm probably the one that they didn't know that he knew. Yeah. But they both have it. There was probably a lot of evidence. And then he finds, he was sifting through it yeah. and found this or whatever. And they were hoping he didn't. Yeah. They and he didn't like, want to let them know that yeah. he had it. Okay. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. The brains, everybody. Okay. <laughs> that sounded so sarcastic, but it wasn't. <laughs> sure. That's why we make a great duo. <laughs> Vaginal. <laughs> Good Lord. So here's a speed round of what happens, because I'm so over this bitch. <laughs> Her mugshot goes viral. Mm-hmm. The half-smiling one. She goes on Inside Edition to tell her story about the two people who broke in. She, she said this, so now she's sticking to it. Yeah. And she says, and you can hear this, you can look it up. I don't feel like hearing her voice anymore. No jury is going to convict me because I'm innocent. <laughs> Where? Where? Where are you innocent? Where, honey? Show us in the evidence. She could not stay away from the media. She was holding press conferences in the jail. She was given makeup in one of the videos. Actually, Nancy that. Drew. Yeah. <laughs> or Nancy Drew? No. Nancy. Nancy. Nancy somebody. <laughs> what year am I in? <laughs> Nancy Grace. There we go. Nancy Grace. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Once you said Nancy Drew, my brain was like, yeah, that sounds right. Like, like, isn't that on the level like Junie B. Jones? Yeah. So Nancy Drew is a... <laughs> But she's tri- she's crime. She does investigate crime. things. Yes, crime. It's true crime is one word. She <laughs> oh, She's boy. not a real character though. <laughs> no. Nancy Grace is <laughs> like what's the word? Narrating. Narrating. Definitely had to take like a ten minute pause to figure out what the word I wanted to say. <laughs> We're both sweaty now. <laughs> it's fine. So Nancy Grace mm-hmm. is narrating as she's putting on makeup in this interview in the cell. And she's like smiling and like putting on like her powdered foundation. And Nancy Grace over here is like, look at her putting on her makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Just like fucking get her. <laughs> oh, my God. She's loving this attention. Of course. Shocker. Of course. I'm so shocked. But this is like an attorney's worst nightmare because he's not. He's like, stop. <laughs> can you can you stop, please? You're, you're making this difficult. So difficult that this dude tries to get off her case. Oh, I and the not judge doubt is it. like, no. <laughs> it's probably a free attorney, right? Given you to by the state. I'm pretty sure he has a book too about his time with her. But I'm I'm sorry, I just could not give that the time of day or my money. You got me fucked up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry to this attorney. He like, oh my god. She would ask him to take care of her cat. Okay. <laughs> like, you're not getting out. It's time to give away the cat. Yeah. Like, it's... You. <laughs> she would flirt with him, and he would just be like, get the fuck back. You straight up murdered a dude. No, thank you. No, thank you. And, oh, it's just so awkward with him. She would call him every day. Every single day. And he said that's not normal for a no. case to be called every single day. Plus, that costs money. But she's doing all these interviews and they pay them for the interviews, which is fucking ridiculous. How are they getting? That's That should not be allowed. Yeah. I don't think it is allowed anymore. Probably I think Chris Watts would be state. all up on that if it was. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Calling him every day. Take care of my cat. 
fucking <laughs> this poor guy. And he's going through her stories and he's like, dude, your, your story's all over the place. It's not real. It's not going to do anything. We got to go in a different direction. So this direction is accusing Travis of being abusive, sexually degrading, which kind of true. He was a little sexually degrading where, you know, fucking this girl and calling her a slut. A little degrading. Yeah. Could and also be what he's into. So I don't know. I mean, I don't want to kink shame. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt. Whatever. Yeah. Just but be careful what you text people because they can use it against you in court. So, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> finger guns. <laughs> Even with the like, this is the this is the route they're going down. Mm-hmm. Okay, with an added one more thing, which the accusations that they're about to go into. Aside, I believe fully that if Travis Alexander was a sadistic person and he wanted to be like a bonnie and clyde or a myra henley and whatever the fuck face dude's name is i forgot his name (laughs) i think if he wanted to be that jody would have been his girl for that that they would have been a couple that killed but if travis was like that but he was not no but jody would have done that for him oh for sure that's yeah right definitely It's, it's scary it's really scary But he wasn't that kind of person. No, he was not. He wasn't abusive at all. He might have been sexually degrading to her, but she was still going for it. So it's just, it's very conflicting. But I mean, like I said, I'm going to keep saying this because it's some people's kink. Mm -hmm. I know a girl who likes to be her guys to spit in her mouth. Like that's just a thing. So it's on Twitter all the time. Exactly. (laughs) It could be a thing. (laughs) You know, that's what is it? Is it the Nick Jonas? uh, The would you, they'd like peel the paper and it says like, they read the Google reviews. Yeah. And it says like something like spit in my face or something. And he like says something really funny towards it. Yeah. And it's like people, like, it's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever your kink is, that's fine. We're here for it. <laughs> Support it. As long as it doesn't, you're not a pedophile. As long as it, oh, so. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's the next thing they accuse him of, of oh. being a pedophile. Oh. Why? That she walked in one day and saw on his computer that there was like little children. And there was not. I'm going to fucking say, the, say that right now there was nothing on his computers there was nothing on his phones they have all of their emails they have all of their information nothing was there then why is she making up these lies exactly and then she lies about her dad being a rapist to her as well what? absolutely not this is <laughs> you see you're making us look bad she's making her look bad oh so she completely abandoned the two people coming in story and yeah. now this is the new story uh now she's saying that she had to kill him in self-defense. Oh, my God. The trial starts and outside of the court and inside of the court is fucking packed with murderinos that have been following this case. This is one of the, this is the Richard Ramirez, the Ted Bundy. This is this is the case. Like people were at this place. Yeah. And they wanted justice for Travis. The motive for the murder was revenge because she knew that he was going to Cancun with another girl and she just couldn't have that if i can't have you nobody nobody can shut up that's my last sentence sorry (laughs) (laughs) juan martinez spills out all the details that he has about how she killed travis and all of her lies and everything right away and from what i'm gathering and like reading that's very uncommon, I guess, to just go straight to the hammer. He's like, guess what? Bullet points. Here we go. Boom, 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 boom. boom, boom. boom. Here's why she's guilty. And here's why I'm going for the death penalty. Uh, he even 
which this is really sad and you can see like the court video of it he pulls up the photo of his head like Mm. his throat and everything and like his his sister goes crying out of the room the her defense attorney whatever they're called they're just like what the fuck and he's just sitting there like I know that was probably wrong, but I need to get my. He was going point for shock, shock value. value. They literally say that in the documentary as yeah, well. Absolutely, they know like what he's doing, and rightfully so. But maybe warn the family. Yeah, it's not like they- they're going to go tell her attorneys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like his sister, the, his family's in there, and it's I can't even imagine being mm-hmm. in that room, seeing like I I didn't even look at my dad's dead body. Like I can't do it. I can't. I can't really? do it. I couldn't. Yeah. Like, I hate being around. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. But, like, having to go to court for that and then having to see all that, like, reliving it is mm-hmm. bad enough every it's single not, day. It's every day, too. Like, exactly. you are having to do this. You're, there's no justice yet. Like, yeah, she's behind bars, but you don't know. Yeah. And after watching Casey Anthony, OJ, OJ Sivern, he's a superstar. <laughs> but Casey Anthony, point in blank, she could get away with this. Yeah. And she's cocky enough to she probably think, think she, she can. is. Yeah. She couldn't, though. so she's spewing the abuse that travis inflicted pushing her to have sex and supposedly he was a pedophile then they play a phone call between jody and travis which is considered putting the victim on the stand which is also very rare yeah playing their phone sex conversation conversation which was recorded without him knowing so she's actually on the stand at this point and like her hair is like blocking her and you just you hear her like moaning and having phone sex oh in the middle of this court. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I don't want to say she deserves it, but she deserves it. Oh. Juan is like, does that sound like someone that doesn't want to be doing this? Oh, that's spicy. It's uh. very spicy, but it's also very true because she's initiating it. Yeah. He's, they're they're in different states, and she's wanting to do this so she can record it. She could have hung she, up. She could have hung up. She could have been like, "No, it's not like that fucking <laughs> vine." DF where he's like, "This is a robbery over the phone." He's like, "Hangs up." Okay. No, it's not. No, it's not. Or the the transcript one where the guy's like being accused, and the transcript's like, "She said no, no, stop." And the guy's like, "She didn't say it like that." <laughs> it's the no, no stop. No. you're so bad like <laughs> it's not that situation <laughs> oh that's so good <laughs> so her story is that she's taking photos of him in the shower and she drops the camera by accident and then he flies into a rage and she thinks he's going to kill her so to defend herself she what? stabbed him 20 plus times shot him in the head and then slit his throat ear to ear I'm sweating. Yeah, okay, honey. First of all, it's your camera. It's not even his. What? Second of all, the gun is from your grandma's house, your grandparents' house, in California, not Arizona. So why is it in Arizona? Ooh. Why is it in the same? No. That's premeditated <laughs> right there. Okay. You mm-hmm. bring in the gun with you. you. The gas tank. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Turning off her phone, saying uh-huh. it died, giving him a voicemail, acting like she's calling him, acting like he's alive. It's your camera. Why does he give a fuck about your fucking camera? He doesn't. He doesn't. So You're their defense liar. is to attack Travis. Right. That is their That's, defense. What else? What else would they have? Which because is so shady. You can't just say there was two people there. No, because that's stupid. <laughs> 
So like I said earlier, they bring out one of his ex-girlfriends that he was with. And she's like, he was never abusive, never pushed to have sex. Like, it was just with Jody. Okay. But also in my opinion or my assumption, she's also Mormon. So she's not going to say on the stand that if they had sex or not. Valid point. But you can't lie on the stand. But people do. But people do. Like Jody. <laughs> yeah, Jody. Now you're going to get perjured. So, unfortunately, the jury is hung. What? On the death penalty. What? Oh, okay. All right. They're just like, I don't know. And I believe it's because they have a pretty girl sitting in front of them. You know? And it was men that were hung on the death penalty part of it. So, they were let go. Pretty privileged. All right. I know. As of April 25th, 2013, the defense cost was up to $1.7 million. Thanks. Yeah. I don't want to pay for that. No. So a plea bargain was made that she would be given life in prison without the possibility of parole. And she was finally found guilty. Serving life at the Arizona State Prison. And that's where she is. I swear to God. I know she's probably living it up. She's probably out there getting letters from stupid men and women i mean who just think oh, yeah that there's women that send richard sent no they send chris watch shit oh, oh my, my god. god he's already gotten proposals it's so stupid that man murdered his children are you kidding me this woman and wife that was pregnant exactly this woman sorry <laughs> this woman murdered her fucking not boyfriend not boyfriend some dude that she was no longer with like threatened the girls that he was going out with and you you think let's let's send him a letter let's uh Let's have a relationship with this person. No. Get better role models. My God. So, the story is about Travis. He died today, 13 years ago. And no, he was not perfect. And we did voice our moments for that. But in no way did he deserve any of this. Any of it at all. Because of you, your actions are on you, not on somebody else. What you do is because of you. That's just, it's a good old case of if she couldn't have him, nobody, nobody could. <laughs> Took sorry. my line. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Thanks, Ash. I hated I it. I fucking hated it, too. That was terrible, but great, but terrible, but yeah. great. You know. It's terrible. Keep going. This is terrible. <laughs> do you want to hear a creepy fact? Oh, damn it. I had one, too, but now I don't know where it is. Oh, I no. do, though. Okay. So there was once um, twins that were born three months apart. 87 days apart their names are amy and katie so mom went into labor and one came out but the other didn't and wasn't ready to come out and then three months later okay keep it gave birth to that one yeah i don't know it's that's kind of cool though because now you have different birthdays but you're still twins yeah (gasps) it's wild i love that yeah i love that for me yeah (laughs) but then she was pregnant for like yeah i don't know I'll, i'll find mine and do it next week Okay. Forgot about our freaky facts. I like our freaky facts. Do you have a good good? Um, I don't know. Do I have a good good? I don't know. We're fully vaccinated now and I'm feeling pretty great. I was a little sluggish yesterday, but my arm's not even sore anymore. I have a fever. (laughs) I am a fever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying. I'll take a fever over the cough I had for those two weeks, though. I'll say that. That was bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Cool. It was good. Good job. Okay. Okay. You can catch us on everything on 
as bloodbath what bloodbath podcast on instagram facebook tiktok we ha- oh oh that's mega good we have a really cool idea for tiktok which is not revolutionary at all and if you watch vegas aaron then you can totally guess what we're gonna do but it's gonna be different because of it's two of us mm-hmm. and it's gonna be cool and you should you should check out our tiktok it's not up yet but it will be <laughs> <laughs> follow us there yeah but wait there's more bye 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 b